Hey guys, I'm Bert with Dabbing with Washington Artists. The idea is simple. We have six dabs and six questions. So sit back, light your torches, as we sit down and interview the artists that make Washington, Washington. We're back with Bandits. You can find our music in the link below. I got you my homie. And I'm Chippy Mendoza. I'm Biggie Trip. Thank you for watching. For today's series of dabs, we'll begin our smoke session with a gagger a Kush Mints, and a Dutch Berry, and we'll round out the session with a Sunshed Sherbert, a Strawberry Cough, and a Sour Blue Face. Well, welcome to Dabbing with Washington Artists. Um, today we are joined by the Backwoods Bandits. That's a rad-ass name, honestly. Yeah, I think that's dope as hell. Thanks for joining us on the show today. Yeah, of course, um, Good to have you guys. So uh, let's go ahead and get into it. Uh, our first, uh, our first dab of the day is called Gagger. <laughs> I told you, I told you with his name, man. <laughs> Gagger is an indica dominant strain with a distinct aroma of lemon and pepper, and is known for its rich terpene profile that lingers for minutes after each dab. We found a gram of these crumbly diamonds at a shop on Broadway in Everett. It's heating up, heating up. There you go. There it goes. <laughs> now just... Oh, yeah. Very citrusy. Citrusy? Yeah, yeah. I got a citrus kind of... Yeah, because, you know, sometimes the name will imply something, but this one, like... I don't know. <laughs> like, like, I saw the name on it and I was like, you know what? Let's get to test it out. Why not? You know? So, the first thing we like to ask everybody here is uh, what role does cannabis play in your creative process? It, it helps us really think clearly or just be a little more creative, feel the music a little more while, while you know, usually our producers make it beat or something. It just, it just helps us feel feel the vibe of the room, feel the energy of the music, mm -hmm. but, you know, reciprocate off each other's vibes and stuff like that. Definitely. Definitely. I even think for, even in our personalities, um, I like Indica, so I like, I'm really high Same. strung. Same. So I need to calm down in the studio. And he is more relaxed. Yeah, and so Steve really helps to bring, the energy. bring his energy up and we really <laughs> tend to mesh really well off of that, so. That's cool. And you guys, like you just mentioned, you guys are uh, terp snobs and stuff like that. So usually I ask people whether they like indicas or sativas, but like, uh, I mean, do you have any preferred terps that you guys like? Because I'm, I'm very big on that as well. So okay. like. Um, anything that has like a fruit terp. Okay. Yeah. yeah. A lot of sativas in. Yeah. yeah. A lot of sativas. Or, I mean, I have a personal interest in like garlic terps for like GMOs or uh -huh. garlic canes are some mm -hmm. of my favorite strains. I've been really digging into the uh, like the Miracle Alien cookies. Yeah, like yeah, to me, that's like the the like ultimate. Yeah, funny, funny, right there. yeah fun, funny you just mentioned that too because that's what we were just trimming today. Yeah. <laughs> we're oh, oh yeah, you guys trimmers. Uh, so um, when you guys are making music, then uh, um, mm -hmm. like, do you usually? 
get into it first and then you know smoke as you go or do you guys power puff first oh, you guys you guys like sit down and have a session usually, first yeah, and then usually 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 we're on our way to to the studio we're usually that's when we're usually having our pre-game session <laughs> yeah, yeah. so yeah that's when we get that's when we get high that's when we start getting the juices flowing but throughout the throughout the entire session we do we do take occasional smoke breaks yeah, while, yeah, while yeah. our while our producers usually mix in or master and sometimes yeah. he'll just be like yo let me come out yeah, legs smoke like- with y'all too yeah, yeah I gotta take the union yeah. breaks man yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would even say when we write too like yeah, yeah, at work we're and stuff yeah, yeah. we'll sit there and freestyle a little bit we'll be like no nah, no nah, we got smoke first man for our second dab here we've got a sunset sherbet and this is the one that uh, had the 10% turf profile so I think you guys will enjoy that one yeah for sure <laughs> so, oh yeah oh yeah definitely sunset sherbert is an indica dominant hybrid known for its cerebral high that tends to leave the smoker chatty and social we picked up a gram of this batter at a shop on 88th avenue in linwood It's so smooth. Yeah, that is so smooth. That thing was like thirty bucks. It was like the best thirty bucks we ever spent. (laughs) Yeah, seriously, that thing is so smooth. Because you can milk it and you just don't feel it. Yeah, and it's honestly it's like the best way to get like the full flavor profile whatever you're smoking. Um, All right, so uh, moving on now. Here we've got. how how has living in Washington uh, influenced your sound? Oh, it actually has influenced my sound a lot. My, yeah. So I'm from Texas. Okay. And, you know, my, my sound before I came up here was like, it was really like Southern southern trap kind of music. Okay. When, when I moved up here, I, I kind of started getting a little more spiritual with myself, finding myself more, and it became more of like boom bap 90s stuff that was really starting to speak to me and like mm-hmm. and really like and that's where i can really shine now you know and that's that's my style right now but you know i can still keep it switched up i can still go from back how i was when i was in texas to doing the stuff i'm doing now mm-hmm. up here so yeah that's awesome how, how about you um i definitely i can agree with biggie uh it's definitely changed and i think more molded my sound to what I wanted it to be. Cause I came from Nebraska, Omaha, Nebraska. Okay. Um, and I was a, I'm a wanderer, kind of van dweller kind of guy. So I ended up up here and there was just a lot of kindred spirits that really made me feel comfortable from, you know, psychedelics to cannabis and really allowing That's, to yeah. <laughs> like find my groove, even in the rap scene. Cause I feel like it's not so common. Uh-huh. So at least as a, like a base topic, and so that's when you know it influenced my yeah. sound more boom bap mixed with you know psychedelics and just allowing to mix my wanderer yeah. lifestyle with it at all and feel comfortable, hella hella comfortable. Yeah, so that's, that's awesome. Definitely. Yeah, him him reintroducing psychedelics into my life has also very much <laughs> it's amazing. What kind of change that'll make? Oh. Very much, very much has definitely made my style. A lot different, you know. I think a lot differently when I'm creating music, when I'm writing. Oh, absolutely! Just because of it, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. fuck yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. All right, so this uh, number three here, we've got some Kush mints. Ooh. 
Kirschmintz is a well-balanced hybrid with a robust terpene profile, a sharp mint, and earthy coffee. We picked up a gram of this wax at a shop on Bothell Everett Highway in Bothell. Hell yeah. <laughs> I gotta get a good rip, that one. Ooh, I can taste the mint already. Usually on this one, it takes me a second, like after I've already let it go, and then it's like, oh, there it is, there it is. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I like that very, very. So, um, if you guys had uh, a message that you wanted to convey to your fans and your music, what would it be? Be yourself. Don't yeah. give a fuck what anyone says. Do do what you want in life. Don't yeah. don't ever let anyone deter you from your dreams. Mm -hmm. just, just get it how you can. And don't and just exactly. live your life. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, man. Don't let fear dictate whether you want to try something or not. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. If you're afraid. You hearing that, everyone in the back? <laughs> <laughs> Take risks. Yeah, you'll, you'll never, never take. It. I uh, we were checking out your songs when we were writing the questions and stuff, and you mentioned in one of them uh, that you you kind of got this as a platform to say things that other people can't say, or, or yes. that you can say things to help. Like, can you elaborate on that a little bit? Like, how do you how do you feel about that? Give give a voice to the voiceless, man. You know, mm -hmm. there's a lot of people from back home that you know they they live a, a certain life that most people are not aware of, or, you know, they don't know what we go through living in the hood, living in the ghetto, mm -hmm. doing stuff like that. You know, they don't understand the things we have to do just to survive every day. And, For sure. you know, I'm trying to give a voice to that, to us, us people like that, you know, coming from that, I've, I've changed my life around because if I didn't leave where I'm from, I could be dead or in jail right now. So mm -hmm. it's just, it's a matter of just how I want to convey what I've seen, what I've grown up with, what my friends are still living through. Hell yeah, man. Um, I would say even for my music, I feel like, you know, definitely being a voice for the voiceless, but even just allowing people to um, know it's okay to be weird, man. Fuck yeah, embrace you know, it. Yeah, embrace it. I feel like as a... As a, as a just like I said before, be yourself. Yeah, be yourself. You know, I feel like I was always kind of like, when we were younger, you know, people made, made things, fun of or said things, you know, for being odd or different socks and, yeah. you know, smoking weed and shit, but. I remember, you, I mean, shit, I mean, I'm old enough to remember when, like, being a computer nerd was, got, got you beat up in school, right. you know, like, you were, you were the weird kid, you know, exactly. like, I remember that shit, and it was like. And now it's you know now everybody now everybody's in on it. I'm really like into just, anime and stuff like that. And I remember yep. back then, but yep. I used to get made fun of because I liked it. Yeah, you know, I used to get made fun of because I liked like Naruto or like Full Metal Alchemist. Or, now we fucking laughing. Everybody's yeah. fucking digging yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. That's like part of the culture. And so just, like, yeah, keep in mind, like your weird might be tomorrow's fucking normal. You know, like. Uh, all right, so for our next one, we hit the halfway point already. Right. Um, so we've got some Dutch Berry. Dutch Berry is a sativa-dominant hybrid known for its tendency to leave the smoker euphoric and giggly, and its complex terpene profile of rose, nuts, and raspberries. 
We found a gram of these diamonds at a shop on Broadway in Everett. <laughs> There it is. <laughs> How's it taste that? Yeah. It's really good. Really good. I, I, like like I love the berry. Yeah, mm -hmm. you get that really like the Dutch treat taste. Mm -hmm. Just like right after it. So, um, what were some of the inspirations that got you into music and the music industry? Just growing up as a little kid, music's always just been a big part of my life. And just, you know, we, we, uh, <laughs> we just gained more and more interest in it as I got older, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it just kind of like made sense that I started making music because, you know, I, I, I've, I've had a lot of people throughout my life tell me that I have a certain voice and like it, it would sound good on music. It does. And, yeah, absolutely. And so I, I just took it and ran with it basically. Right? Yeah, you definitely got that cool kind of lower yeah. lower bass yeah, voice, and that that sounds fucking awesome. Uh, how about you? Do you have any uh, any artists that are, that have inspired that inspired you to get going into the industry? Or um, I think my brother. I grew up in the household that like I was only allowed to listen to Christian music. Oh wow! Okay, but my brother put me on to Eight Hundred Eight and Heartbreaks yeah. by Kanye West. Okay. And that changed my life. Like, changed my life. Like, I was like, you know, so heartless. Like, that That was really, I feel like, what inspired me to pursue music. Well, I mean, nobody was musical in my family. So I, was, I feel like in many senses, I feel like I heard through the other people talking to me and inquiring things. I was like, okay, I'm going to try to record a song because I've been writing stuff. So Yeah. Yeah. And like you kind of mentioned in the last question, if you want to go for it, just fucking do it. Yeah, exactly. You, know, right? you just yeah. gotta do it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really all it takes, man. You just I don't even remember how I just really started doing it. I just started. I just was one day. I was just like, all right, I'm just gonna start writing. Them. So uh, this one's gonna be. This one's a classic. This one's a strawberry cough. Oh. I have never actually had a strawberry cough concentrate before. It's only a flower. Yeah, I've only had the flower. Bro, only had the flower. Put a nose on that. <sighs> Strawberry cough is a sativa dominant strain known for its cerebral and euphoric high that lingers for hours, and its rich berry and skunk taste. We picked up a gram of this wax at a shop on 88th Avenue in Capitol Hill. Oh yeah. yeah. Very instantaneous for me. You know things hit me fast all the time, though, bro. I'll have that happen. Sometimes, though, I have one creep up on me. <laughs> you know? Okay, that was nothing. That was cool. And then, like, five minutes later, you're sitting there like, fuck, my brain just turned off. <laughs> so the music industry can be difficult to navigate for a lot of people. Um, what advice would you give to somebody just starting out? And uh, what do you wish you had known when you started? Drop as much content as you can, and that goes for any, anything. Just, just so even non-music. Keep, yeah, yeah, keep people's attention. You gotta keep their attention because if you don't have their attention, you're not gonna get the plays. You're not gonna get the results you wanted. Also, save money. I wish, 
I wish someone told me how expensive all this shit would really be, you know, because it is. It's very expensive, you know, to shooting music videos, to promoting your stuff, to, you know, talking to other bigger artists to help you promote your stuff or getting a feature, you know. No one really tells you how much these things will really be or how much people just want to charge because they can charge this because they they have this certain level of status. Yes, you know. Yeah, I mean, like, get gear where you can, yeah. you know? Yeah. I mean, like, if somebody says, hey, man, I got something I got something laying around that I'm not using, you want it, don't be too proud. Yeah, no, take yeah. it. Don't <laughs> be too proud. Um, one, more, one more thing for you. Is that it don't happen overnight. Yes. It. I'm done. It, it does happen. not happen overnight. It don't happen overnight. Um, I would say hone your craft and don't share your growth. It's good to, like, ask people for criticism. On certain things, but do not share your growth. Perfect your rhymes at home or your music at home. Be really good at home and then present yourself because I feel like I feel like it'll work better for you in the long run. A lot of people like to get out there and start, you know, faking till you make it. it. You know what I mean? Showing off. It's not about flash, it's about the passion and the music and people can smell a fake from a mile away. We've got uh, Sour Blueface. Sour Blueface is a sativa dominant strain known for its complex terpene profile and its tendency to leave the smoker giggly and chatty. We scored a gram of these amazing diamonds at a shop on Evergreen Way in Everett. And uh, I just just love the color on that. Like, that's so. (laughs) It's Sour Blueface, too, bro. I know you're in the middle of that hit, but look at that right there. <laughs> and I know it's good, good, so I'm gonna get right there with him. Oh my So your song, uh, Trill Till Death, utilizes a sampled layer, uh, track layer that is reminiscent of a lot of the 90s style hip hop. And your flow seems to kind of harmonize and play uh, with the layers. Uh, when you first start writing the song, uh, did you have samples in mind already, or was that done afterwards? Actually, this was just a beat I found on YouTube, man. Just really? Been surfing around, just listening to beats, and I just stumbled across it, and I was like, "This is perfect." Like, I just is that so? Is that generally how you uh, do? Is that generally how you start, or is that just kind of sometimes? It was just you know, this one was an, an older an older track that I just finally decided to throw some visuals to. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it was just, you know, me just surfing around getting a YouTube beat. And uh and how does uh, how does a beat usually jump out at you? Like like what what makes something that you cuz you I imagine you go through tons of these. Yes, yes. So like like what's that one that just kind of catch how does that catch you? Definitely the the 90s old school feel to it, you know, mm-hmm. like if it if it has like the the vocals like, you know, the singing vocals in the background. Mm-hmm. To like uh, just hearing that boom, the boom bat drums, drum. you know, you just hearing that drum line, or just you know, or it being a piano 
because there's a lot of piano beats or you know oh, yeah. there's just a lot of harmony things that you can do with boom bap like you can you can make it hard you can make it soft you can go anywhere with it really that's awesome and how about you uh, like what, what kind of uh, how do you do you uh, write music for a beat or do you uh, usually try to apply a beat to something you've already written I mean it goes you know it, it varies depending on like even the verse that I have in mind okay sometimes I feel like I write verses and I'm like man that was okay so I'll just go find I'll, I'll spend a while but I'll go find a beat and maybe sync it up and write to it okay or line it up or I'll have a verse that I wrote and I'm like this is fire I'm gonna go yeah. um to my homie Lake our homie Lake Lake Stovall and we're yeah. gonna work with him Very and he's bad. gonna balance down a kind of a, a rep uh, uh, an image between what's hit in his mind and in my mind and okay. what works with what he hears from my verse. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there's sometimes there it can be complex or it can be simple depending on I feel like Yeah, him, him mentioning like yeah, it's a, he, he's a producer that me and him both have worked with individually and together with. Yeah, that's cool. Lot. Shout out to Fibonacci Studios For in real, Seattle. Shout out Fibonacci. Yeah, shout out to them. Um, they're he's really great with us because he's he's heard both of us like and he's really tuned to our styles so mm -hmm. when both me and him get into the studio together it's just it's really great because he he knows both of all both of us he knows us individually mm -hmm. like when he hears our music because me and him don't make the same music individually no it's 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 very it, me, mine and his styles individually are very different but they when they come together it's very strange that it just works so well. Hey guys, thank you so much for watching. Remember to hit like or follow and uh, share with your friends. Bye. <laughs>